Today we talk about the importance of accountability and we talk about Deadpool 2. Hi, I'm Craig O'Sullivan and welcome to episode 94 of the Just Cause Audio, where we take a metaphor from a training event, movie or TV show so that we can learn to become better communicators, entrepreneurs or just all around better people. Why? Just cause. So I know what you're thinking, as always, or not always, but there are quite often some of my metaphors are very random and you're probably trying to wonder what has Deadpool 2, the movie Deadpool 2, got to do with accountability? Well, trust me, as always, we're going to find an answer. We're going to be looking at the importance of accountability. In the movie Deadpool 2, now, it's this a little bit of a spoiler alert, a little bit of spoiler alert, but it doesn't ruin the movie at all. Such a great movie. Went to see it with my media guy, Pat. Uh, he is a comic superhero fan, and Deadpool is his favorite. So to celebrate us, uh, our one-year anniversary of doing uh, Just Cause videos together, uh, I took him out to see his first, uh, his favorite comic superhero, which is Deadpool. And uh, in, in watching this movie, it was, it was quite interesting that, I mean, look, it's, it's just a fun movie anyway. You go, if you have not seen it, you got to go see it. Definitely not a kid's superhero movie, but it's a lot of fun. Now, the, the whole concept of the, of the movie is the fact that there's a young boy who has this power that he can throw, throw fire from his hands and Deadpool gets together his team of misfit superheroes and goes and tries to save the world from this boy that can shoot uh, flames from his hands. At the end, Deadpool works really hard to try to protect this boy from destroying the world because there's, there's this sort of like the typical fork in the road you know is if the boy makes one decision the world's going to be destroyed if if he makes another decision then the world is saved and and Deadpool helps him make this decision and it's actually quite quite interesting in the fact that Deadpool holds him accountable I know I know you would not think that Deadpool one of his characteristics is holding people accountable he's a loose cannon he doesn't even hold himself accountable for anything but he he saves the world this this one moment he steps up holds this boy accountable to make the right decisions hold this boy accountable to his commitments and then saves the world End metaphor now let's 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 chat about what this means for you well, there's, there's really two main benefits to accountability. Before I get into that, let me ask you, do you have anyone holding you accountable? Are you holding anyone accountable? Either way, if you're holding someone accountable or if you have someone holding you accountable, this is so crucial that you understand about accountability. Now, there's obviously many, many different aspects to accountability, but I'm, I'm going to break this down to two aspects that I believe are the, are the crucial keys to accountability and the, the different, different ways in which we can hold people accountable. Now, obviously, as a business coach, 
my number one goal, my number one job, my number one responsibility is to make sure I hold my clients accountable. Make sure that I help them achieve the goals in which they set forth to commit. And one of of the uh, big things with accountability is just simply that, making sure people do follow through on what they say. When and well in life in in business, one of the one of the biggest challenges we have, and I, I would say the number one uh, the number one request I get from people is them asking to be held accountable. That just seems to be the the number one request from most people. Yes, they want the strategies. Yes, they want the brainstorming. They want the support. But at the end of the day, they just want to make sure they achieve what they set out to achieve. And maybe you're a coach. Maybe you're a consultant. One of our biggest roles, one of our most important roles is holding people accountable. I'll admit, when I first started coaching, I was terrible at this, absolutely terrible. Why? Because I never really held myself accountable. And I know that, like, I'm a very high-achieving person. I'm a very driven person. I'm, I'm a person that has very big, very big goals. I get a lot done every day, and, and I, I, do, I get a lot done, and I achieve a lot. But I will admit... I work hard and I hustle hard on things, but I don't really hold myself accountable. If I don't get something done, I don't get it done. And so because I could never hold myself accountable, it was really difficult for me as a coach to help hold my my clients accountable. And so I had a mentor hold me accountable to the fact that it was my responsibility as a coach to keep my keep my clients accountable. Because I'd normally get to the next session and, and ask them, you know, have you got your stuff done? And they're like, no. And I just wouldn't really care. I'd just move straight on. And be like, whatever. Okay, you didn't get it done. Let's work on it. And so while my coach, so I, I, had, I had a mentor back then. And he, even one of the guys that uh, I partner with now, he's one of the best business coaches in Australia, if not the best. And his secret, his key is holding people accountable. That's what he's good at. He is phenomenal at holding people accountable. And I would say that other than his amazing business knowledge and and advice that he gives, his secret is the fact that he could just hold people accountable. He is so ruthless with with his accountability. Now, he's just like my my previous mentor, well, the, the mentor that actually introduced me to business coaching the the person who said uh, who grabbed me out of I was already doing consulting and I didn't even know that I was a business coach and he said what you're doing is business coaching so then he helped me structure what I do and helped me in to become a business coach and he is just like this other uh, this other business coach that I work with now that I find that they are just ruthless with their accountability if nothing else they they get they just make sure the person gets things done. Now, that's an extreme. And we, if we're holding people accountable, we need to make sure we find our own personality because that, for me, is, is not my, you know, that, that's not my style. So I'm not going to be ruthless with that. I'm a little bit more empathetic. I'm a little bit more caring. <laughs> not, that, not that I'm saying that they don't care, but... Sometimes it seems like they do, and, and they, they admit it sometimes. They're like, I just want you to get the stuff done, and which, which has its benefits. So I suppose there's a bit of a sidebar. If you're holding people accountable, 
find out what type of person you are. You still need to, f- to hold people accountable, but find what level you hold them accountable to. Find your style and vice versa. Find the type of coach that, that performs or when I say coach, that your accountability partner, because it can be a business coach, it can be a mentor, it can be a personal friend. Like it can be, it can be. Uh, it just we just need an accountability partner to hold us accountable. They can be in official capacity. Either way, they must be given permission to hold us accountable. We must have that that conversation with them and say, "Hey, look, I want you to hold me accountable. I give you permission to pull me up and set boundaries." Say. I want you once a week to review this and I want you to make sure that I get 80% of the things done, 70% of the things done, 50% of the things done, 100% of the things done. I want you to make sure that, you know, like just set the parameters in which you want them to hold you accountable and which you give them permission to hold you accountable. Also, that goes in reverse that if you're holding someone accountable, make sure that you have gotten permission from them and that you have set the boundaries as to what the expectations are with accountability. So that's, now that being said, make sure you know what style you hold people accountable to, what sort of standard you want to hold people accountable to. And if you have a coach or a mentor or, or an accountability partner that's holding you accountable, make sure you find someone that suits your style because I've had clients or I've, I've, I've known people that have an accountability partner. Like actually, I've, I've, I've had people that have been clients of both me and another coach that I know very well, great coach, and he's ruthless with keeping people accountable and I'm a little bit more relaxed. And they, I've had some people prefer my style over his style and then I've had other people prefer his style over my style everyone likes different things everyone performs better under a different form of leadership under a different style of a coach so there's no one size fits all but you need to find the style one you need to find the people that you're holding accountable that suit your style as well as you need to find someone who's holding you accountable that suits your style now like I said I'm a little bit relaxed. Does that mean I don't hold people accountable? No, not at all. I'm actually pretty strong with helping people in the, uh, in the initial stage set their expectations. So I go, okay, so what, what are you going to have achieved? They then say, I'm going to achieve this much. And then I say, by when? And then they'll, then they'll set a time frame. At the end of that, I'll then, I'll then in my mind, because I know them, I'll challenge them. Is that correct? Is that, is, that the, is, is that realistic that you're going to achieve those things? And usually it's not. And usually they'll, they'll wind it back a little bit or they'll justify that, hey, you know what, this week I've got two empty days or I've got one whole day set aside for this stuff. And then I'll, then I'll say, okay, fair enough, that, that's fine. So the first, the, the key for me in my holding accountable is more the setting of the goal. So I set, help them set a realistic goal instead of allowing them to set something and then getting upset with them at the other end. So when I hold them accountable at the other end, it's just a fact of, okay, did you achieve it? No. Why not? Okay. So, and, and when I say why not, if they haven't achieved it, for me, it's not, there is no getting in trouble. There's no going sitting in the naughty corner. There's no getting detention or anything like that or punishments. It's just... 
I understand life happens. And that's, that's why I myself am a little bit more, more empathetic with with uh, accountability and I'm not as as dictatory with with accountability like other people is are because I'm just this sort of coach that I understand life gets in the way, I understand business happens, I understand these things, I know what happens to me because obviously I don't hold myself 100% accountable. So you know what? That's fine. These things happen. I'm not going to try to turn you into someone you're not. And I don't want the the sessions to be a negative session, right? I don't want it. I don't want there to be a negative connotation towards. Oh, I'm going to go to do my session again, and I'm going to see Craig, and I haven't done my stuff yet, and he's just going to get upset with me. I don't want anyone to feel that way. So I I ask them, have they got it done? If no, why not? When they find out why not, then we figure out how can we fix that problem so that we avoid it for, for later on. And what we find is over time, it's a journey. Over time, maybe, maybe it's weeks, maybe it's months. We find a rhythm where they end up fixing all the reasons why they don't get things done. And this is actually part of the accountability, part of being a coach is not necessarily holding people accountable to those things. It's just helping them perform better. And this in and of itself actually launches out to help them be more successful in setting their own goals, in, in removing all barriers that are in place that prevent them from, uh, from achieving their goals. So it's, it's really powerful for them to be able to achieve this. It's really powerful for them to analyze why. Why didn't they achieve this? And then what are we going to do to prevent that from happening in the future? Sometimes I just need to set more time or sometimes it's I need to set less less things for me to, to get done. And that's as simple as it is. And we, then we move on. And then for me, one of my greatest things, and this is my favorite thing as a coach, is not about teaching people. It's not about holding people accountable. My favorite thing as a coach is to help people get things done. And that's why, okay, so you didn't get it done. That's fine. Let's work on it now. Let's not move on until we get it done. And that for me is the way in which I hold people accountable. It's not about forcing people to get it done before the time, but it's about helping them get it done in the end. So at the end of the day, they still get it done. And you, but usually, and sometimes we use up a session and you know what? They're paying for that time. So that's punishment enough that that slows down their progress that, that they're talking about you know, they have a certain number of sessions with me that they're paid for or, may, or you know, they, they, pay, they pay me monthly and we have regular sessions. It just, just delays everything, their achievements, because we're going to spend more time on things that they didn't achieve. And that's a big challenge with being held accountable because sometimes instead of that punishment being, oh, you, you didn't get it done, I'm going to punish you, the punishment is enough, the fact that they've got to waste a session now getting the things done or their progress is delayed because they didn't get it done. And I believe that that is often punishment enough. Now, I like I said, I have a business coach that is a that I partner with, I run his events for him. He's the best in, in Australia. And he has this thing where he sets up rewards and punishments for every quarter for his clients if they achieve or don't achieve their goals. And I love it. They have a lot of fun with it, and they, and they, uh, they, they, you know, really drives some of them to to be able to achieve it. And so there is merit in that. But 
at the end of the day, you have to hold them accountable to it. We, you can't set the, the prizes and the punishments and then not follow through on it. So that's a crucial key to, uh, to holding people accountable. Now, I mentioned that there's two different things in which we hold people accountable for. And so it, I believe that. So one is really about getting things done which is what I've sort of sort of focused on a little bit up until now, which is that first stage of, okay, what are you going to achieve? When are you going to achieve it by? Great. And then I'm going to check in. Did you achieve it? Why didn't you? What do we need to do to, uh, to get it done in the future? And that, that is the first stage of being held accountable. And that's where most people you know, stop or leave their accountability. That, that's where most people tend to just just like I, I'm, account, I'm an accountability coach or I'm an accountability partner and I'm just going to make sure you get things done. But there's a whole nother level to accountability. And I hope that this actually opens your mind and you're probably already doing it, but you're probably not, not aware that you're doing it. Or if you are aware, awesome, congratulations. Now, also, I want you to think about who is the person that's holding you accountable are they doing this? Are they just holding you accountable to the to your commitments that you said you were going to get done and the time frame? Or are they going to the next level? And this is probably my favorite part of accountability is every single time a client brings to me an idea or a strategy or a problem, I make sure I hold them accountable to their values. I make sure that I hold them accountable to their commitments, not their time commitments, but their commitments to their standards, their commitments to their to their ethos, their commitment to their to their overall vision and goal for life. And I hold them accountable. They'll come with a big idea and I'll turn around and ask them, well, okay, so remember when you told me you wanted to, uh, let's, let's say, Remember when you told me you wanted to spend more time with your family and that was really important for you? And they go, yeah, yeah, I really want to do that. Well, you're about to introduce this new project which will take the next six months and won't have you spending any time or remove all your family time. How does that align with your ultimate goal? How does that align with your values? How, how does that align with your standards? And many of them will have, and I, like, let's be honest, as entrepreneurs, we have ideas. Ideas just flow from everywhere. And so every time a client says these things to me, I hold them accountable to their core values, to their core mission, to their standards. And most of the time, they'll, they'll have this idea. They'll come to me. They're like, Craig, I really want to do this, this, and this. They're, they're all excited. I'll bring them back to earth, hold them accountable to their standards and their vision, and they'll usually not do the thing and happily not do it. They get excited. They're like, oh, thank you so much, Craig. Yeah, I'll just focus on this and I'll keep going. And sometimes it is just that simple thing of an accountability partner holding you accountable to your core values, to your standards, to your big vision to make sure that you achieve it. Because there's lots of things we can do. And as an accountability partner, I can just keep letting you set, set goals and, and achieve them. We can do that. But if we don't go back to the core, 
If we don't hold you accountable or if we don't hold other people accountable to what their big vision is, to what their main standards is, what the core value of why they're doing this, if they, if we don't hold them accountable to that, it's quite easy for us to get distracted by so many different options, so many different things that, that, that we need to do as an entrepreneur. So I hope that's shifted your focus a little bit as an accountability partner, whether you're a coach, a consultant, or I hope that it's opened up your eyes to the type of coach or accountability partner that you want to have. So first of all, what's the style? What's the style that you want to coach or hold people accountable to? And what's the style that you want to be held accountable for? Does your accountability partner or your coach or your mentor follow that style? Are you, are you holding people accountable to that, that need the style that you want to hold people accountable to? Have you given permission to someone to hold you accountable? And have the people that you're holding accountable, have they actually given you permission and the standards in which you, they want you to hold them accountable to? So let's make sure we do that. And if, please, trust me, just like, just like in Deadpool 2, how he holds this boy accountable to, to, his, uh, to the, using his powers correctly and, and using it for the ultimate good, let's make sure that we hold people accountable to the ultimate good and make sure that we are being held accountable. Look, we've all got powers, we've all got gifts. And if they're not used properly and an accountability partner or a coach can make sure we are using our powers properly. And if they are, that's where we get true success. That's where we can, where we can reach the pinnacle if we're using our powers for good. And it's only an accountability partner that can keep us on track, hold us accountable to make sure that we are achieving those things properly. Please, if you're not being held accountable, if you don't someone have someone holding you accountable, please find someone today. You will see so many much better results within weeks. You won't look back. Trust me. Hey guys, if you've enjoyed this podcast, rate, review, subscribe, share it out to your friends. I hope it's been of value. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Craig. Join us on the next Just Cause Audio where we take another metaphor from a trending event, movie, or TV show so that we can learn to become better communicators, entrepreneurs, or just all-round better people. Why? Just Cause. <laughs>